Ever wanted to learn how to facilitate discussions when the topic is diversity, equity, and inclusion? Well, we can help, so let's connect! Everybody and thank you for taking the time to visit with me at the Capers Business Ventures Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Mel Capers, and I am so happy to be here with you. Hey, listen, the information that we're about to provide in this episode is protected by intellectual and copyright laws that were established by Capers Business Ventures in 2021. I want to stop and give pause to my great creator for allowing me another opportunity to do his will on this side of heaven. And I also want to take this time to shout out my great friend, Ronalda Sullivan. She is founder and chief executive of Dream Differently. She's doing amazing things at Dream Differently. So please visit her website at dreamdifferently.org. In today's episode, we're going to give you a preview of one of the webinar series that we are working on. And that is how to facilitate difficult discussions during diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Now, that's going to be really good. Now, we want you to really get into this and be ready for some tips I'm about to give you. Listen, we are so happy that you took the time to join us and can't wait to get into it. So let's do it right now. set the premise for you for this particular podcast episode. We are going to be talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. But more than that, we're going to be talking about how do you facilitate difficult discussions that involve diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, one might think this is an easy, easy task, and it shouldn't take that much just to have somebody oversee the discussions that are going on when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion. But I think you'll find it's going to be very, very difficult to have constructive conversations when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion, primarily because of the perspective each person involved in the dialogue has. Well, let's face it. If you are a person of color, you're going to have a certain perspective about diversity, equity, and inclusion. If you're a person of, um, I don't know, uh, different sex, you're going to have a different perspective. Let's face it. Depending on who's a part of the discussion, you're going to have that, dis- the, uh, that perspective. So that is why it's important to have the ability to facilitate the discussions to be able to get to a certain objective for the discussion. Because you can have an 
a room full of people having a discussion on or dialogue on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and you just have a lot of noise and a lot of people being angry, a lot of people feeling they don't want to be a part of this, a lot of people feel that they're being, um, you know, targeted. And so it could go all over the place. And what you want to do as a facilitator is you want to make sure that the discussion is very productive. And that's what this episode is going to be about. How do you make or how do you create discussions and how do you facilitate the discussions to make sure that it is balanced, it's constructive, and there's an objective that's reached So we're going to break this down and maybe even throw some sample questions in so that you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It is not an easy thing to do to facilitate discussions that are very difficult at times. But there are ways that a facilitator can use certain techniques to make sure the discussion is fruitful it's constructive, and it's geared toward reaching an objective. So why don't we break it down, and we'll show you exactly how facilitators should approach difficult discussions in diversity, equity, and inclusion. do want to remind you that we are going to have a webinar series on this particular subject, and it's called Facilitating Difficult Discussions in Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And we want you to tap into our webinar and check us out, and we'll give you more specifics and take some time and walk you through some of the techniques that you should be using when you're facilitating any type of discussion, but especially discussions that are, you know, really emotional at times. And I'm going to share some questions with you to give you samples of some of the questions that may come up during diversity, equity, and inclusion dialogue or training so that you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And again, the techniques facilitators need to use Uh, in making sure that the discussions are going in the right direction. So I want you to please take the time to go to my website at cbvservices.com forward slash webinars. And please keep checking our website for the next webinar series that we're going to offer. And we will give that information to you again, cbvservices.com forward slash webinars. 
Well, listen, when you are getting ready to facilitate some difficult discussions in diversity, equity, and inclusion, it is critical you do two things up front. Two things. The number one thing you need to do is you need to set the ground rules of the discussions. You need to let everybody who's involved know what are the sideboards, what is expected to be a part of the discussion. And you need to do this up front. So as a facilitator, you want to make sure you've set the ground rules up front. We want to make sure that the discussion is not personal. The discussion doesn't become an attack on one person or another. We also need to make sure that there are opportunities for people who are speaking to present their perspective. That's why it's a difficult dialogue. But the ground rules need to be set up front first thing to make sure everyone can live with the ground rules. Now, that's important because you want everybody to participate in the dialogue and the discussion. And since you already know the discussion and may get a little heated because of different people's perspectives, and you want to make sure that even if you write it on the board, a whiteboard, or you put it on a PowerPoint slideshow, or even a handout, everyone needs to have some sort of agreement saying that they recognize what the ground rules are and they are committed to abiding by those ground rules. Very critical when you're having difficult discussions on anything to make sure everyone knows what the ground rules are. Once you do the ground rules and you have everyone agreeing, and, and listen, when I talk about agreeing with the ground rules, you can get people to sign a quick agreement saying that they agree with these ground rules and have them possibly say some of the, you know, offer some ground rules that they think should be included or excluded off your list because you really want everyone to be a part of the discussion. So ground rules come first. Make sure that you have everyone to participate in that and everyone agreeing, not just with a head nod, but a very strong commitment that they understand and will respect the ground rules. So that's the first thing you should do. When you're preparing to facilitate difficult discussions and diversity, equity, and inclusion. The next thing you need to do, just as important as the first thing, you have to have a clear objective. What I mean by this is it has to be stated very, very clearly. It must not be ambiguous. It's got to be clear. And the objective could be as easy as telling your participants, this is what our goal is to get out of this discussion. Now, your goal might not be to change the world, but your goal might be to change people's attitudes or awareness. But make sure the goal or the objective is is reasonable and you can obtain it. You, you can actually reach the objective because all of the discussions should be pointed back to the objective. The reason why we're having these discussions are because we're trying to reach this objective. So make sure there's a clear objective. And an example of the objective 
could be as easy as the objective of this particular dialogue discussion is for each one of you to have a better understanding of what people who are different from you deal with when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. It could be shorter than that. It could be more elaborate, but it just needs to be clear so that all your participants are aware of what the objective is and what the goal is when having these discussions. Because like I said, when you have difficult discussions, you're not going to change the world in the period of time that you're going to have the discussions. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. And as you probably are aware, when emotions get high, the volume of people's uh, opinions get a little higher. Uh, People don't tend to accept things as they are hearing it at that time. They may go away, think about what was said, accept some of the things that were said, and maybe not accept them. But when you're talking diversity, equity, and inclusion, you're really talking about things that are very, very, very personal to individuals. And those personal things to individuals might not be shared by others. And I'm going to read you some questions to give you an example of what I'm talking about. But let me just reiterate once again, make sure you have your ground rules have to have the ground rules up front make it clear then do your objectives make sure your objective is very clear and everyone understands the purpose of the discussion I'm going to come back and we're going to give you some sample questions that may come up during difficult diversity equity and inclusion discussions promise we are going to give you some examples of some of the questions that may come up during diversity equity and inclusion discussions or training or seminars or what have you and what we really want to do is have you to focus on how to facilitate discussions when these types of questions come up Uh, I want to remind you again the first two things you want to do is make sure you set the ground rules because you will have some people who will forget the ground rules. Not intentionally, but they will forget the ground rules. So make sure you have it written somewhere down on a whiteboard, on some post, not post-it note, but a butcher block paper, somewhere around the, the training room where you're going to be so people can refer to it. And if it's a virtual training, make sure you have it on your screen as a facilitator. Make sure it pops up every once in a while so folks know exactly 
what the ground rules are when it comes to difficult discussions in regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's, again, the number one thing you want to do. You also want to make sure the objective is very, very clear because all of the discussion is going to be kind of put together to help the entire team reach the objective. So the objective needs to be clear. Again, if that objective is for each participant to have somewhat of an understanding, then so be it. That's what it needs to be. But it just needs to be clear and people need to understand exactly how the discussion should be focused. Now, we don't want anybody feeling that they're going to get shortchanged. We do want to have discussions, but we know the discussions may get a little heated and it may be bias and you should be expecting that. So we're going to give you a, maybe a few examples of the questions that may come up. So here is an example that really falls under the diversity category. When I said the diversity category, I'm going to give you a, a sample question that may come up in the diversity category, the equity category, as well as the inclusion category. So this first question is relative to the diversity category. And here's a sample question that may come up. Describe your understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion and why it is important to you and your job. Let me read it again. Describe your understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion and why it is important to you and your job. Now, here is why this question can become a difficult question. Because everyone is going to have a different answer. And depending on their background, their social economic status or everything about each person, you're going to have a different perspective. So as a facilitator, you have to make sure you allow, if not everyone, quite a few voices to be heard and let each person who you call on describe their understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion and why it is important to them and to their jobs. That discussion will really be tinted based on, again, where the person is from and within the organization at what level that individual is within the organization. So as a facilitator, you want to make sure that the discussion is balanced. You also want to make sure that the discussion is relevant to the objective. And you also want to make sure everyone is respecting the ground rules. So again, you're going to have different perspectives and that's fine. That's what makes the dialogue so important. And that's what is going to help the entire team and you as the facilitator reach the objective. That's why it's important as well to make sure the objective is clearly stated. So that was one of the questions. Describe your understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion and why it is important to you and your job. You will get quite a bit of discussions on that. 
Here's another question. It's a pretty much a statement. But this particular statement is really to have the dialogue extended and to really dig deep. So here's the statement. A microaggression is defined as a brief and commonplace daily verbal, behavioral, or environmental indignities, whether intentional or unintentional. These indignities communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative prejudicial slights and insults toward any group. So let me read that one more time. A microaggression is defined as a brief and commonplace daily verbal, behavioral, or environmental indignities, whether intentional or unintentional, that communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative prejudicial slights and insults towards any group. Discuss what microaggressions might look like in your organization. That is where you're going to get so much discussion. When you ask them, discuss what microaggressions might look like in your organizations. Again, reflect back on the ground rules because some of the people who might be guilty of these microaggressions might be a part of the group. So you have to be very careful because these types of questions and these types of discussions can be very dicey. And as a facilitator, you have to know how to maintain the tempo and the temperature of the discussion. And we talk all about that in our webinar series. And I do want you to consider joining us on our webinar series, our upcoming webinar series. Again, cbvservices.com forward slash webinar. If you want to learn more about this particular subject and how facilitators could better prepare themselves and execute techniques during difficult discussions, when they're facilitating difficult discussions in regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Again, the website, cbvservices.com forward slash webinar. All right. So the first question was a diversity question. The second question was an equity question. The third sample question I'm going to give you is an inclusion question. So here is this third question. Describe a time you experienced prejudice. Describe a time you experienced prejudice. Now, one might think that only a certain group of people will be responding to this particular question, but that may not be the case. And you have to be able to facilitate the discussion to make sure it doesn't get one-sided, but allow everyone to have an opportunity to give input. So, as you see, these types of questions can really create difficult dialogue. You don't want it to go to the level of being hostile, 
but you do want to have and create a safe space where people can come and have discussions. But again, it may not sit well with some of your participants. And some participants might feel as if they're being called out. So as a facilitator, you have to be mindful of that. And you have to keep the discussion balanced. And you have to keep, if there comes name calling or anything that could really be personal, as a facilitator, you want to make sure that you help the discussion steer away from those types of name calling. And that's a part of the ground rules. It goes right back to the ground rules again. So you see, you can really have some exciting discussions, heated discussions. You may have some people who will kind of like pull away and go in a shell and may not participate because they're angry. You may have some who feel very demonstrative that they will be doing most of the talking. So as a facilitator, make sure that you stay in control of the discussions and facilitate. So you can learn more about the facilitation skills by signing up for our webinars that are coming up. So please check our website at cbvservices.com forward slash webinars. You can also give us a call at 1-877-228-0011. Set something up, set up some specialized training. Or just send an email directly to me at melvin.capers at cbvservices.com. We want to make sure that you have everything you need to facilitate difficult discussions in DE&I. Hey, I want to thank you again for taking the time to visit with me at the Capers Business Ventures Connect podcast. Always a pleasure, everyone. And you know what? We will see you the next time.